listening to the best of Retire Financially Fit podcast. Got questions about retirement? Give Barb and SF Financial a call. 800-883-1518. How much do I need to save? Have I saved enough? Can I avoid having to cut back on the way I want to live in retirement? Those are definitely some of the key concerns for retirees today. We're sure glad you're with us for another edition of Retire Financially Fit, the radio show. This is your host, Ralph Hip, inviting you to stick around with us for the next hour, chatting with Barb Swiatek of SF Financial. Now, you too can reach out to Barb by calling 800-883-1518. Make a note of it. Her website is retirefinanciallyfit.com. As we start a brand new radio show with Barb and Barb, hello and how are you? Well, hello, Ralph. I hope you had a wonderful week. Maybe did you and your wife do anything special this last week? Well, uh, you know, with the heat we've had this summer, we just kind of stayed inside and trying to take care of some things inside the house. So. <laughs> I don't blame yeah. you. I know my, my husband, he was really busy working on our property down in Pagosa this last week. And our daughter had a big, big win. She had a competition. Um, she's in the art of jujitsu and she's a purple belt and oh, nice. she absolutely loves it. And she had a competition in Mississippi over the weekend mm-hmm. and she ended up fighting a black belt and she won. So oh, she got a title, a medal, a big belt. Um, a nice monetary win. So I guess you can tell I'm, I'm a little excited for her and definitely a proud mama, but I'm also excited to be here and to help our listeners retire financially oh, that's fit. Great. So she is well on her way. <laughs> yes. You know, speaking of that, Barb, uh, my wife and I, we were tightening our belts a little bit and doing some financial things. And uh, interesting situation where, we you know, probably like a lot of couples, we're trying to borrow money at a lower interest rate to pay off credit cards at a higher rate. So we had also been working on that. We think that's a good strategy, at least to get that credit card debt down. That's something that people just have to do right now. Yes, they do. Because yeah. as the Fed keeps increasing the interest rates, we're going to see that reflected on our credit card statements. Barb, we're seeing on the news as we check on the headlines for this week, it appears that the Fed will be slowing down its rate of interest rate hikes that make those credit card rates so high, maybe not quite so high a a rate increase or maybe no increase at all. And the market is liking that. The latest inflation numbers are showing inflation is cooling off a bit. Inflation dropped to 3.2% last month, down from where it was 9% a year ago. Well, Barb, over the past few years, we've really seen some low inflation numbers up to record high rates and then back down again. What kind of inflation rate do you think we ought to use when we're trying to figure out how much everything will cost us when we retire? I like to use history to help give us an idea. So if we look at the time from, let's say, 1913 to the present, the average inflation rate has been a little over 3%. And we've had some years in the past that we've had really, you know, high inflation and other years have been very low inflation. So it cycles. And at any given time, we certainly could see a higher or lower inflation rate than we are seeing currently today. So if we want to be on the safe side when we're planning, we can use a higher inflation rate in our calculations just to make sure that with inflation, you know, we're not going to run out of money. But I'd also like to mention that how they calculate inflation or what's included in determining inflation changed in 1980, which tells us we're not comparing apples to apples. And according to shadow stats, if you calculate the inflation rate using the old methodology from the 1980s, the true inflation rate is six to eight percentage points higher than the official statistics indicate. And it has been for decades. So Ralph, what I can tell you 
is we should plan to pay more in the future for the very same lifestyle that we have today. And I know if we look back at what our parents or our grandparents paid for their homes, we certainly can see inflation. Even what we paid for our first home compared to its value today, it's just crazy. And I certainly can remember going to the store with my mom and getting a brown paper bag full of groceries for $5. And I can't seem Mm. to get one item at the store today for $5. So definitely we can see inflation (laughs) and we need to plan for it. We could put one item in the plastic recyclable bag for $5, Uh not a whole bag. (laughs) No. And uh, we had mentioned uh, going back to 1980 in our files, inflation was around 15%, but a completely different economic and retirement situation back at that time. Yeah. Well, Barb, what tips do you have for our listeners for factoring inflation into our retirement strategies? And do you do that a lot for your customers, your clients? We do. And when we work with our clients on a personal retirement plan, we work on their needed monthly cash flow today. And then we ask, do they want to reduce their lifestyle in retirement, which I usually don't hear, or keep it the same or increase it? And uh, that gives us a better idea of how we're planning. But sometimes I have someone who'll say that, you know, that they want their standard of living to be better than what they currently have. So no matter what the answer, we take their current numbers and project out 20 to 30 years for retirement, adjust for inflation to make sure that they've saved enough money to retire financially fit. Well, if you'd like to talk with Barb, uh, inflation very much high on your mind and your retirement strategy, give Barb a call and the whole crew at SF Financial is right there at your disposal. It's 800-883-1518 as you're listening to our show today. Barb, and how do you talk to people who come into the office about finding that right balance between the growth to keep pace with inflation and seeking protection? We don't want to put too much out there at risk. So we have that... uh, that back and forth game we have to discuss with you as well. Yes, we do. And it really comes back to understanding the numbers. We have a process that we go through to help determine really the right balance between growth and risk. And keep in mind, there are several types of risk. You know, there's market risk, which seems to be obvious, but there's also sequence of return risk, which we usually need to explain, as well as interest rate risk and inflation risk and tax risk. And we need to look at the types of money that someone has. For example, is it taxable? tax postponed or tax-free. And we ask in an ideal world, you know, how much would you like to have safe in moderate risk or high risk? And then we look at what they truly have and we see if we can get them closer to what they're wanting. And most of the time, folks don't understand the choices that they can make to get closer to what they want. And it's important to really understand that when we are in retirement or if we're close to retirement, our goals should be changing from the focus of trying to get the accounts as big as possible to how to protect what we have, get the growth that we need to keep up with inflation, and how to take wise distributions from our accounts so that they'll last as long as we need them to in retirement. Distributions that at 73 are going to be required. So how much do we pull out and how much do we keep in there? Well, uh, this Center for Retirement Research, I don't know where they are, Barb, but they have some busy researchers there. (laughs) And uh, they're telling us a lot of people just are not worried enough about retirement. Let me take these first two stats that they threw out there. So it's around, you know, 25 to 35 percent. We've got 28 percent of all America households have an overly rosy view. They think they're on track to maintain what they want to do as a standard of living in retirement, but they're actually at risk of falling short. While 32%, so about one-third 
of the high-income households, they're just not worried enough about their retirement risk. And what are your thoughts on those two stats of Well, of risk? <laughs> those are interesting stats, Ralph, but completely in line with what I see on a day-to-day basis. Most of the people I speak with want to know, when can I retire and will I have enough to sustain my lifestyle for the rest of my life? And I believe we need to add another stat. We are living longer. So instead of our money needing to last 10 to 15 years after we retire, we need to plan for possibly 20 to 30 years. And there's also a false understanding when it comes to what we have saved. So for example, someone tells me they have 500000 or a million saved for retirement in their 401ks and their IRAs. They really don't. They forget no, that. Don't. No. So a lot of these dollars are going to be taxed. And so just at a 25% tax bracket, that 500000 is really only 375000 So a lot of things to consider. And uh, definitely taxes can take a bite out of uh, some of our retirement plans if we haven't accounted for that. If those retirement accounts are in the stock market, then they're vulnerable to market volatility. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this is why it's important to really have different buckets or strategies so that not all of your money is in one spot with one set of rules. And we've talked before about the three phases of retirement, like the go-go years, the slow-go years, and the no-go years. So we need to have a plan for all of these different phases of retirement and have strategies for the dollars that will be needed during those different phases of retirement. So friends listening in, if you have a total in mind of what you've put aside, just think of 75% of that is actually yours and you'll be in, in a lot better shape. Yes. Also, those researchers at the Center for Retirement Research, it's in Boston, at Boston College, by the way. Okay. They say income families run the risk of having to cut back their spending substantially in retirement. And uh, also give us a little of your wisdom on that stat. Well, definitely you're going to have to cut back more if you haven't planned and you don't have the resources there. But I find the earlier that we start planning, certainly we improve those stats by, you know, just knowing and planning and saving for what's ahead and having that roadmap that we talk about every every time we get together, having that roadmap so that you can keep the same lifestyle as what you have today. Yeah. We're talking about maintaining the lifestyle you want when you're retired with inflation still raging or hopefully cooling. And Barb, aside from the higher costs that are due to inflation, can you talk with me and our listeners about some of the other possible risks to our income investments? Yeah, sure. You know, there's several risks that don't get talked about really enough. And these are risks that can attack our retirement dollars. Tax risks is an important one. Can we expect taxes to go up? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Just, you know, looking back historically, we can see that we are currently in a fairly low tax environment. And when taxes go up, we won't have as much to spend on our lifestyle. Then there's also health and long-term care risks. You know, healthcare is getting more and more expensive each and every year. And one serious illness can wipe you out financially. And not having a good Medicare supplement to contain those out-of-pocket expenses could be a costly mistake. And the statistics tell us that a married couple needs to plan for over 300000 in out-of-pocket expenses during their retirement years for healthcare. And that doesn't include long-term care. And the average cost of long-term care is running six to $8,000 a month. And if you need memory care, it's running closer to 10000 thousand dollars a month. So let's just say 70 to 120,000 a year. And the average length of time is four years. And I can tell you that if you have dementia, you could need care Mm -hmm. for five to 10 years or longer. So these are just things that we need to plan for, for sure. Uh, We've got a lot of risks. And I think maybe the biggest risk is longevity risk, because that means we're living longer. So it gives more opportunity for these other risks to have an effect on us. And certainly our money has to work harder and Mm -hmm. last longer. It does. We're talking over your finances with Barb Swiatek of SF Financial. The show is Retire Financially Fit. We would love for you to be able to do that. There are some parts of that, working parts, income, insurance, 
your tax strategies, healthcare, investments, and legacy planning, a lot of pieces going into that plan. If you've been working with some different financial pros in all of these areas and how they interact with each other, well, it might be time to start talking with a retirement income professional such as Barb. And can you talk about some of the main risks in retirement, including taxes or strategies, and discuss that a little more? You know, a lot of people I work with have done a good job saving. They know they need to think about taxes, strategies to preserve their income, and creating a legacy plan for their heirs and their loved ones. And when you work with someone who focuses on retirement, you can address all those different areas in one place. And we can talk with you about some of the main risks in your retirement, including taxes and tax increases, volatility in the stock market, inflation, and high health care costs, strategies to help you reduce your taxes in the future and preserve your retirement savings, maintaining your current standard of living in retirement, even as costs continue to rise, your legacy and inheritance goals for your loved ones, and how those goals fit into your overall retirement strategy. It's all in one place, under one roof. You want the different accounts and policies you own to work seamlessly together, and that doesn't happen by accident. That's all the time we have for today's show. On behalf of Ralph and my team at SF Financial, we want to thank you for joining us today. We hope you found the information helpful, and as always, our goal each week is to help you retire financially fit. Barbara Swiatek is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. SF Financial Retirement Wealth Advisors are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with the professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information or situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less when originally invested. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interest of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A page 4 for additional information. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. 